Kevin, we are back. I know you were sad. Mm-hmm. Um, we could have done this yesterday, but I was feeling a little lazy. Not going to lie. You know? Um, but we're here today on... on um, Sad times, yep. I guess you could say. <laughs> Sad times. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah. people who bet the over were not, we're, we're very happy with today. Well, if you won money today, that's fantastic. But if you, <laughs> people, well, if you like one of the teams that didn't have enough points, then, <laughs> <laughs> then you are too happy today. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, it was. It was good. It was a good game. Obviously, you don't see it that way because... Uh, no, nah, no, nah, it was a good game. I'm not going to uh, hang out. Sit here and be a sourpuss because that was like, a really good game. Went into overtime. Both quarterbacks did really good. Well, eh, one Mahomes, quarterback did really good. Mahomes did well at the end. But Yeah. yeah he, he, got, he showed up when he needed to, but... There's a lot of missed throws, bad, a lot of uncharacteristically uh, bad throws from Mahomes. Like, yeah, a wide open uh, Nicole Hardman for an yeah, easy, one. Was, easy flat route. I I and throw just that in chunks it into the ground. I'm like, wow, okay, guess we're not having a good game today. <laughs> oh, did you see Parham got a. Yeah, that was a within hard like, landing. With, within like the first two minutes of the game, everybody was getting hurt on the Chargers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Mike be- Williams came back, but yeah, Parham. Hopefully, he's okay. He seemed okay because he was moving his hands, his legs, and he was gripping the the trainer's hand before they escorted him out or mm-hmm. carted him out. I should say. Yeah, he had to go to UCLA Medical Center for that. Man. Yeah, all right. All right. So that looked bad. Yeah, like it, I said, so hopefully he's okay. Hopefully nothing um, serious comes from that. Yeah, it's not a good sign when uh, players have their hands up and they're still yeah. laying on their back. Yeah. And no one's on top of them or anything. It's just like, oh, yeah. no. Very scary moment. Um, but, I mean, it just – Chargers defense – it's what it kind of came down to. I mean, Mahomes wasn't, like we said, the greatest he's been. Um, nah, but, but they they did that retro what made him good Kansas City thing, where they scrambling around and just yeah. There's know. if you don't have good rushing lanes and you don't lock them down. I mean, you could have the greatest cornerbacks in the world. It, you're not going to cover Tyreek Hill. Hardman and Kelsey for six, seven seconds. It's just not yeah. possible. Either you get them on the ground, or there's there's going to be a forty yard play. And there, and also Mahomes can run. He doesn't yeah. do it as, as uh, Lamar Jackson, but he he can get he can take off on you. He can get some yards on you. Yeah, and if he you've been a defensive lineman, you know what it's like trying yeah. to to get a scrambling quarterback. I hate those quarterbacks. You chase them around three times in a row, and then you're gassed, and now you have no pass rush anymore. And then he just yeah. keeps running and running and running. Yeah. Uh, I hated those quarterbacks. Stop <laughs> running. Nobody likes that quarterback. 
Just stand in the pocket so I can hit you. Exactly. But, you know, I wish they didn't go so many times on fourth down. I like it when they get it. I don't like it when they don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, if they were 100% on fourth down, you'd be like, man, I'm glad we went for it all those times <laughs> right? on fourth down. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. man, the, the Chargers really should have took some of those point opportunities. But it's like, eh. yeah. Yeah, we we won't be like you said. We won't be saying that if they get them. <laughs> yeah, or if they then, if they won the game. Yeah, I mean they've been they've been pretty successful on fourth down. They, they're very aggressive when it comes to that. Sometimes they get them in trouble, like this situation. But I, I mean, I get it too because you are playing Kansas City. You can't really go down fast to them. So I I can see what the aggressive play calling to try and go up quick. <laughs> But going up quick doesn't necessarily help because Kansas City's bread and butter is throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. So you it know, is what it um, is. Kansas City pretty much won the AFC West right now, so yeah, not happy yeah, about it. Yeah, pretty much at the moment, you know, can't really uh, do much. But playoff hopes are still alive for the Chargers. Yeah. Um. Well, are alive for a lot of teams. For real. Except uh Oh yeah, team starts. No, no, no. The Jaguars, Texans, the Lions. And I think a couple it. other teams. Yeah, but it's Maybe coming down. Yeah, probably the Jets. Okay, we got that out of the way. You got that out of the way. You good now? Yes. Um, let's see. Let's go into. Let's just go into this. Urban Meyer. Um. Gone. <laughs> yeah. Don't I mean, let the door hit you on the ass on the way out. <laughs> it, right. I mean, kicking his kicker. Uh. Cussing at coaches, telling them that they're pieces of shits and they all suck. It's true, but you shouldn't say that. That's not nice. I don't know. Is it really true, or is it just uh, the way Urban Meyer is coaching over there and telling them what to do? Because at the end of the day, you kind of got to listen to that guy, you know? Uh. Yeah. I mean... Maybe he's coaching too many college kids. Yeah. It's too used to coaching college kids, and now you can't say that's a grown-ass man. He's used to recording, uh, recruiting the best kids in the nation to come play for him, and now he can't do that in the NFL. He can't just like be like, hey, uh, Tom Brady, you want to come play for me in Jacksonville? Or your scholarship. You know, Tyreek Hill, you want to come over to Jacksonville and play for me? You know, give you four years. You know, he's, uh, it's, it's, it's a different breed from coaching. You know, I mean, I think it's a little easier to go from NFL to college, but going from college to NFL, that's, it's a whole different mindset. You got to change, you know, I think the only aspect you really got to change is the recruiting aspect going from NFL to, um, you know, college, but you still kind of do that in free agency, not as 
you know, official going to houses and tours of the the campus and stuff like that, and trying to pitch his family with a new car. Yeah, talking to the mom, you know, giving the mom a brand new house in Beverly Hills type thing. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I just I don't think it's actually never really worked for a college coach going into the NFL coaching. I mean, look at Matt Rule over in Carolina. He's struggling hard. Yeah, well, Carolina was going to have a downfall anyway just because the way Cam Newton's been playing. Well, that and then Darnold. Darnold was hot, and then he went cold, and now he's hurt. So there's nothing. Yeah. Carolina needs to rebuild. Kind of with, like, with – Falcons need to rebuild. Steelers need to rebuild. A lot of teams. Uh, Jacksonville needs to just sell the franchise. That's, Houston that's, needs that's, to sell the franchise. Houston needs to sell the franchise. There's not much in Detroit. Jets. Jets. There's a little brother team that no one wants. Um. I think that's kind of it, really. Well, teams that need to – I don't know. I don't think I don't think Pittsburgh necessarily needs a rebuild because they have a really good defense. That's, I think they that's, necessarily that's the problem. That's the I think problem. they, I think They're they gonna... need a uh, a, a very uh, very uh, expensive offseason for offense. Now oh, fuck that shit. Don't even worry about offense, bro. Just yeah, clear. No, up hey, that secondary. You know what? We've clearly uh, neglected our offense. So that's the beauty uh, of it. Defense, yeah, baby. It, uh, definitely. You build that you know, defense up. They'll be the highest defense ever. I think we're averaging like six point nine points a game. Yeah, that's bad. It's bad. Six point nine. No, we're not averaging. Receiver culture uh, definitely needs a. I think I was thinking about this earlier. I think with the uh, um the wide receiver coach passing earlier this year, that definitely uh put a toll in that in that wide receiver room. Um, obviously, with him being around the Steelers for so long in the organization, and then him passing. Uh, definitely hurt because, you know, you had guys like Juju who looked up to him. Claypool was just getting to know him. James Washington has been around. Deontay. Deontay having a hell of a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think that's, you know, a, cert- a character that they're missing to really help the growth of that young receiver core. <clears throat> but Yeah. I just need a focus. We'll see, man. They just need to act like professionals. You know, I mean, yeah, I get it. Claypool's 22, 23. Juju's 23. Deontay Johnson's 26. James Washington's, I think, 24, 25. I mean, yeah, I get it. You know, they're young. They're kids, essentially. But you're you're a professional you gotta conduct yourself in a professional way at the same time you gotta go out there and 
do everything to the best of your ability. Like if you go out there and do, I mean, you're under a microscope no matter what you do, you know, like you just, you, you can't do anything where the negativity is going to follow you around. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily saying you got to be perfect, but you got to be really good at what you do so when you have those little first down dances in the fourth quarter when you're trailing and you're driving the ball you know it's not as attacked on because you had a 90 yard gain with 90 yard gain with like eight receptions and two touchdowns you know they'll mm-hmm. they'll look past it and be like you know he did his part and yeah you know it was bad timing with the the first down dance and blah 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 you know kind of thing but he didn't have the greatest of games. You know? no. no. So it's just, you know, hopefully he's not going to go anywhere. They're not going to trade him. A lot of people tra- wanting him to get traded. Um, me as well. I think we can get good value for him, Chase Claypool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's not going to go anywhere. You don't really trade a guy that young unless there's just something really wrong with him. Yeah, true. I'm just saying. He needs to bring back the steel curtain. Offense has never been what the Steelers have been known for. They need to, yeah, they need to do something. I think Mean Joe Green needs to put on a helmet one more time. <laughs> hey, T. Hey. Anyway, what what, what we got? What, what other sports? What else we got? We got um, talk about Urban. Talk about. Um, I guess we can go into this, uh, defensive player of the year. Um, there's basically what four candidates, five, five candidates. You got TJ Watt, Aaron Donald, Miles Garrett, Micah Parsons, and, uh, the rookie or homeboy from, uh, Trayvon Diggs from mm-hmm. the Cowboys. He's got to be in that conversation too. I mean, what, eight, nine interceptions as a corner. Yeah, it'd be close to the record. I think I think he broke the record because I... <clears throat> no way he broke the record. That would not. We would still be talking about that. When did he break the record? Mm-hmm. He might be close. Either he's close or he tied it. Oh, just kidding! He's not even close. He's halfway there. Oh, with like it's two a, games left. It's fourteen. With uh, Mr. Uh, Night Train Lane. Night Train Lane. That's what today's players don't have. Thick ass names like that. Yeah. I mean, Joe Green, Too Tall Jones, Night Train Lane. Yeah. His, his, his name is actually Dick Lane, but yeah, they call him Night Train. That's way better reason. than Dick. Yeah. That's way better uh, than Dick. <laughs> You got then you got Bulldog Turner from nineteen forty two for the Bears with eight interceptions. Bulldog. Bulldog. Yeah. Lester Hayes. Paul Kraus. Just being with a German last name like that, that's pretty intimidating. The Kraus. Kraus. Mel Blunt. I mean, the man wore a cowboy hat to games. He didn't even wear a helmet. <laughs> they had the same rules just so Mel Blood would stop being so mean. Exactly. Like, 
see, where is he? Um, where is he? He should be right here. Oh, they haven't posted it yet. But he has, like, I think eight interceptions at the moment. So he's far down the list because, I actually, I did not realize it was 14 interceptions in a season. But still, eight interceptions in a season? I don't think we've really seen that as of late. No. Uh, you know? Pretty uh, impressive stuff there. Yeah. Now, this is, a, I guess you can call a record. He shares the most interceptions through the first 14 games, I guess is a record. Yeah, he was tied. He tied with uh, Rod Woodson for most interceptions in the season's first six games. I mean, I don't think that's really a record. That's more of like a... Uh, not taking it away from the guy, you know. Definitely not taking it away from him. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's not a record. That's just a stat to make people feel better about it. Um, so, yeah, uh, Defensive Player of the Year. I mean, Trayvon Diggs definitely has his... Uh, his name put in there, you know, in that hat, Miles Garrett, Aaron Donald, TJ Watt, and then Micah Parsons, obviously being a rookie, he's the new one in that mix. Um, he also came out saying that the NFL was uh, too easy. Bold statement. I mean, when you run about 4-2 and you don't get touched for about four yards by linemen, I think. You know, not many people can touch you. Nah, it's too bad. You know, um, of course, they got a corner is, playing on the end. He, he is playing. He is having – he's more like a uh, – he's like a Sua Cravens, Taylor Mays kind of guy. You know, if those two guys played now, I think they'd be a lot more successful in the NFL because mm-hmm. they would have more free range. But Right. With Micah Parsons, I mean, Micah Parsons is a beast. Don't get me wrong, you know. I wish Pittsburgh would have got him rather than fucking. Yeah, I'm happy with Najee in the first round, but I mean. The Steelers never go right back. They always go linebackers. They need the linebacker. We need a linebacker. We haven't had a good linebacker since Shazier. Yeah, last time. It's been a minute. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I think we talked about stats on that, uh, dudes, dudes, a beast. He's killing it. He's got like 70 something tackles, 75 tackles in the season. Um, what? 12 sacks, 18 assisted. I don't know. It doesn't show TFLs. Mm. Um, let me see if I can find it right here. Yeah. I think sacks, he's three get... force fumbles. I don't think he's going to get defensive player of the year, but he'll get rookie defensive player of the year for sure. Oh, he Um, I don't think there's anyone else to, yeah. you know, challenge him for that. If it's close, 
between like Miles Garrett, because I think it's going to come down to Miles Garrett and Luca Parsons. TJ Watt, I don't know. TJ Watt's got to have kind of like even even Miles even Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett played every game, and he has less stats than TJ Watt. It's not about stats, man. It's a popularity contest. I know Mika Parsons probably not going to get it because he's going to—he's a rookie. But do people really like Miles Garrett more than TJ? Yeah. Did TJ win one already? Nope. Oh, he didn't. Oh, okay. Mm-mm. I'd be surprised if Mika Parsons. Won. I mean, I think TJ could win it. I don't know. I feel like I don't care if it's a little bit more popularity than TJ. TJ Watt, 11 games, 16 sacks, 35 souls, four forced four force fumbles. Uh, four, four, speaking four. is hard for me today. Four force fumbles. Four, first, 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 first. Four force yeah. fumbles. He's got, what, three, four, seven, eight. 11, 13. He's got 15 TFLs. 15 TFLs? As of now. Yeah, TFLs as of now. How many is, is uh, what's his face? TJ Watt leading in all categories? Um, no, I don't think so. Um, he is. Oh, he's got sixteen TFLs. He's beating Aaron Donald. He's beating Aaron Donald in quarterback hits, sacks, tackles. And I don't want to hear this. Well, Aaron Donald gets triple teamed. TJ Watt gets triple teamed too. I mean, all the guys on this. Well, I don't know about Mika, but I mean, if you're letting. Miles Garrett and TJ and Aaron Donald on a single with one of your linemen, you must have a lot of faith in one of your linemen. Yeah. yeah. Garrett became the all-time Browns uh, sack leader single season. Well, I didn't think it'd take that long. <laughs> Five years. Uh, let's see. Let's look at TFLs. Uh Nick Bosa leads with 18, Micah Parsons at 17, TJ Watt at 16. Mm. And then you got Garrett at 15, and then Aaron Donald, number eight, with 12 TFLs. Uh, Sacks, you got TJ Watt, 16, Miles Garrett, 15, Nick Bosa, 14, Robert Quinn with 14. Yeah, I didn't know Robert Quinn was doing that well. Yeah, Parsons with 12, and then you got Donald rounding out the top 10 with 10. Uh, QB hits, Bosa with 28, TJ with 27, Garrett with 27, Parsons with 27. Pass deflections, I think Parsons might have a little more here. I got to kind of scroll because they got the DBs and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, As of now, I don't see... Cam Hayward's got seven pass deflections as a D-tackle. Hell yeah. Get you some, Cam. Clamp City, man. <laughs> Hayward Island. 
I don't see any of these guys. They must not use uh, Micah TJ Watt four. It's the first one I've seen. Aaron Donald's got four as well. Really? Yeah. Um, what else is a stat we need to look at? I get. I mean, I guess you could say force fumbles. Yeah, force fumbles. Um, TJ Watt number six with four. Mm-hmm. And then Micah Parsons number thirteen with three, but it's a like a seventeen way tie for three force fumbles. Oh, and TJ's at a two way tie with four force fumbles. Damn, that's actually pretty close. Considering TJ hasn't played for what played in four games. Yeah. Games played, um, Parsons has 13, 13 games. TJ is like, I think 11 games or something like that. If I'm not mistaken, let me scroll. We're still at 13 because a lot of guys have played 13 games. But yeah. So... I mean, it's crazy, you know. I think Miles Garrett's missed a game too. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh no, he's played thirteen. Oh shit! Did you know Vincent yeah, Jackson Aaron... died? What? Sorry, breaking news, man. Breaking news, Vincent Jackson. What? NFL former NFL player found dead in hotel had CTE. Family says. Well, I mean, that doesn't surprise me. Vincent Jackson. This is like right now. Holy shit, 10 hours ago. Early, oh, he was found dead earlier this year. I figure, I think oh, this was something that. Old. Yeah, I, I think this was died. something we covered. I, mean, I probably knew, but I just forgot. Oh. Sorry, maybe. Maybe I forgot too. Yeah, that sucks though. Sorry. Off track off topic, off track again. Well, a little off topic off topic track off track again. Um so Donald when uh Parman had his injury, you know, with a brain or spinal injury, Joe Buck says he'd never speculate on an injury, then speculates DP's arms tremors were because it's cold tonight, at least by Los Angeles standards. <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! Joe Buck is a uh, piece of work. He he says some dumb things, man. I don't like him. Nah, nobody does. Yeah, I think he was on the the Monday the Monday night show with Peyton Manning with the Mannings, um, last week because they weren't on this week, which was weird. Mm-hmm. Um, by week, I guess they've only they haven't done two of them, and of course the other one they didn't do was uh the Pittsburgh one. Mm, of course, of course, jerks, jerks. Um. Anyways, so yeah, defensive player of the year, pretty close race. Um, I have a weird feeling Aaron Donald might win again. Dude, what the fuck? 
I hope not. Just because uh, it's like not he, saying... he deserves to be recognized as one of the best defensive players, absolutely. But he doesn't deserve to win a defensive player of the year every freaking year. He, I think yeah. this would be like the third year in a row. Yeah, he draws a lot of double teams and everything, but like... So does Miles Garrett and TJ Watt. Yeah. He's not the only one. I think that's just more noticeable because he's interior. But they run a 4-3. Yeah. They don't run a 3-4. And every now and then a third offensive line comes in and taps him a little. And they're like, oh, look, he's taking on a triple team. You got a triple team, yeah. this man. It's like, uh, they just rushed three that play. They didn't. They didn't really... Yeah, this guy was just bored. Kind of helped out. Uh, yeah, I hope not. I guess other news: uh, Derek Raider, Derek Raider, Derek Carr on the Raiders playoffs hopes. He says, "Uh, you're telling me we have a chance." That's a joke. Um, it's not going to be easy, but you're telling me that we have a chance. The way that we've come to work is we do have a chance, and that's a fact. But we have to win football games. That's all that matters. So I guess it was a quote taken out of context just for clickbait. That's funny. Um, But, yeah. I mean, you have a chance to make the playoffs, but if you're going to get dusted, why even go? You know, it's the age-old question. Um, Let's see. What else? What else can we go about? We can talk about. Oh man! I mean, the games, upcoming games. I mean, we can talk about a little bit. Oh, we can talk about this. Mm. The COVID games. Uh, Browns. They have about fifteen people that might not play Saturday against the Raiders. Yeah, that's been across pretty much. Um, same as Washington. Washington is without about 15 people. Yeah, across the league and NBA and NFL. NBA. The oh. Kings just shut down their facility. Um, yeah, it's uh, some pretty nut stuff going on. Um, if this is a week for the Raiders to win, it's this week. Well, I, I hope we're feeling they still might lose. Yeah. Well, I mean, it depends who's out for the Browns. Uh, Baker, Jarvis Landry, Stefanski. Uh, let's see. I think Chubb is playing. Look at it real quick. Oh, uh, Keith Keenum test positive as well. Two hours ago. And he's on the Browns. Yes. He was supposed to be the starting quarterback this weekend. Oh, well, they're screwed then. Um, if Miles Garrett though gets like most of the scores for the Cleveland Browns, because I think that uh, that's going to have to happen if they if they have any chance of winning this game, he's got to get like a couple defensive scores. If that happens, then he might might pull out the defensive player of the year. But then again, he, it's kind of hard to win with fifteen people out. Oh yeah, no. Um, but apparently Baker and both um, Baker and uh, Miles Garrett have come to light on the lack of 
COVID protocols in for the NFL. Um, I guess they change. They've been changing their protocols weekly. Uh, and apparently, they only made three teams test based on Baker's tweet saying, uh, make up your damn mind on protocol, showing up and making only three teams tests, all so you can keep the game as scheduled to make money. Which is not wrong. Um, He also added, actually caring about player safety would mean delaying the game with this continuing at the rate it is. But to say you won't test vaccinated players if they don't have symptoms, then pull this, then to pull this randomly doesn't make any sense to me. So I guess some players are vaccinated and they were tested and they tested positive and now they're out due to the positive testing. Yeah, shit. Um, I mean, you can still get it even if you have the vaccine. Yes, not saying the vaccine is, uh, you know, Superman, but um, it's more like uh, what's a character you can uh, refer the vaccine to? Batman. It's there. Might get its butt kicked, but it's there. Nah, Batman's going to win. Maybe Aquaman. He's part. He's part of the team, like for sure. He could definitely give you some support. But are you really? Are, should you really rely on just Aquaman? <laughs> eh, probably not. <laughs> okay, yeah, Aquaman's a good one. But um, but yeah. So apparently, the NFL is very uh, wishy washy on this, which doesn't. I don't think that surprises anyone. If anyone is surprised by this, then you're a fool. Yeah. You're probably 35 years old and you still think Santa Claus is real. <laughs> oh, man. You just ruined somebody's day today. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry, you 35-year-old out there. Um, I hope there's no kids listening. I might have to edit that out. Let's make note of uh, such time. <laughs> <laughs> Writes it down. <laughs> Writes it down. I don't want to make kids cry because I ruined this. Um. Anyways, yes, NFL wishy-washy on COVID testing, That's lack right. of testing. Just stop testing. And then problem solved. Only test, only testing once a week. I guess from what I was, when I heard was, if you weren't vaccinated, you were getting tested every day. Mm-hmm. From what I heard, but I guess that's not the case. So we'll see. Oh, here's the complete list: uh, Hunt, Newsom, and Schwartz out with injuries. Oh, yeah, Cream. Oh, Cream Hunts doesn't matter. Um, let's see. Here it is. Uh, Stefanski's out, running back coach is out, Baker Mayfield, Jarvis Landry, Troy Hill, cornerback, Malik McDowell, D-tackle, Odenigbo, defensive end, John Johnson, Austin Hooper, Jedrick Wills, Wyatt Teller, Drew Forbes, Tack McKinley, Jojo Natson, Ronnie Harrison. And they are to play Saturday at 1.30, oh, 4.30. Yeah, they're kind of screwed. 
Yeah, and adding Case Keenum to that list. He tested positive today. Gosh, Browns really need to stop having makeout sessions at their practices. That is ridiculous. I guess, I guess Washington is copying the Browns because Washington has the same thing going on. Did did the Bulls already move their game? Because I know like yeah, they, they like nine, they're on like a nine player. They're on like out. a ten. They're like on a ten day hiatus. What the hell? Yeah. Washington has twenty one players out. That's got to be a record, right? If we're holding records for that, we're holding records for that. Most yeah. injured. That should be an end of the year award. Yeah. Oh, Terry McLaurin and JD McKissick. Out. That's unfortunate. Out. Oh man. Uh, Cam Sims, another receiver. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. And these COVID man, this ain't no joke. It sucks, man. Yeah, no joke. Um, let's see what else. What else is there to talk about? Oh, um, kind of not really sports related, but Jackson Mahomes. <laughs> he was he was absolutely buried today, today or yesterday. He was just yeah, he with a long bar. Yeah, man. I mean, geez, that that. I I can't even like put into words what I read in that thing. They just went after him. Oh, destroyed. I mean, rightfully so though. He from what the context is, is he was a douche, which doesn't surprise me. Yeah. You know. Um Yeah, the dude needs to uh relax and uh stop doing shit. Yeah, man. Went in on yeah, it. I didn't even know the name of the bar. I just know they they perfectly wrote what everyone was thinking about this dude. Right. Idled, um, got all this clout for what? Being being someone's brother? Like he doesn't do right. anything, he doesn't add anything to society. He just kinda he could be a Pittsburgh Steeler receiver, honestly. Oh jeez! Don't you dare do that. That's rude. It was a cheap job, but I'm taking it. That's rude. My back was turned when you said that. And you get stabbed awful. right there. It's one of those. It things. makes me feel good. Uh huh. Well, yeah, yeah. TikToks. Stay off TikTok. TikToks are dumb. Please, Please stay off TikTok. Um, I think that's kind of, I mean, NFL, we can talk about some games this weekend. Uh, Saturday, we have one good one, uh, New England and the Colts. And oh, that'll be a good one. That, of that one's at, that one's at 515. The Raiders and Browns are at 130. College teams play on Saturday. What, what do you think, your thoughts on that, the number two DB or 
player. We'll get to that. Let's finish okay, okay. the NFL. We'll get to that. I was we'll excited about that. that was I know you were. I know. I know. I know. But yeah. Uh, yeah, New England Colts. I think that'll be a good one. They're playing in Indy. I really want Indy um, to win. So do I. Uh, Colts are looking good. They're they're catching their groove. They should be probably one of the better teams record wise in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, as we've gone through before and past broadcasts, uh, they're not. So they're standing at seven and six. Yeah, but they have a chance to really prove a point by winning this weekend. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. You better not make um, mistakes, man. Because that New England team does not make mistakes. They're well yeah, coached. No. Very well coached. And then you got Dallas playing the Giants. You know, Dallas could mess around and lose this game. Yeah. It's a very high possibility. It's like I want to say, oh, yeah, Dallas got this. But I don't know with that team anymore. I don't know with any of these teams anymore. No. The only team I'm really sure about are the Packers, Buccaneers, and Cardinals. And not even the Cardinals now since uh, DeAndre Hopkins is out. Oh, that's a, that's, yeah, that team's up in the air. <laughs> um, and then you got the shit bowl, the battle for the number two pick in the NFL, uh, Houston and Jacksonville. Oh, man. Who's going to lose to keep that number two pick? I hope they don't put that on TV. You should be able to like stream it through like some black web black it out. Just black it out. Don't even allow that. Everybody got COVID on that game. Just just no game. We'll we'll tie. Random number generator it. Let Madden decide. Exactly. Just live stream a Madden simulation of that game. Make it interesting. Um, then we just put all time Jaguars, all time Texans. Even then, that's not that's not a great team. Yeah, that's not very good. <laughs> I mean, you get a pretty good Jacksonville defense with like Jalen Ramsey, Miles Jack. Um, who's that other linebacker? That disrespectful fuck. That wore number fifty. Um, I don't like him. I know he got arrested. <laughs> Uh, number fifty for the Jaguars a couple years ago when that defense is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll look it up, but he had like Clay Campbell, um, uh, Henderson, a guy that likes to get slapped in the face until he bleeds before games. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude, that guy. That's a scary, that that's a scary man. Got me blood over my mouth, Joe. Telvin Smith. Oh, yeah. Telvin Smith was good. Yeah. Disrespectful. But, uh, what'd you call it? Yeah, I mean, you get Malik Jackson over there with next to Calais Campbell. Dean Dean Henderson was his name. You know, Yannick Ngakwe. Is it Dean? Could have sworn it was Dean. Something Henderson. I know it's Henderson. He's just a scary man. Yeah, can you imagine a dude that big named Dean? That sounds like a man with a with a hand that weighs uh, about fifty pounds when it hits you. Yeah, but Dean though, uh, you know, 
Dean. Dean's a man that's not afraid to get his knuckles bloody. That's very true. Like, I'm <laughs> Dean sounds like like uh, nerds from like the 1950s who always wants to malt with his girl. Dean. Anyway. Anyway, then we got uh, Tennessee and Pittsburgh. I'm going to cry for about three and a half quarters. And then my heart's going to start pounding out of my chest because Pittsburgh might win. And then my heart's going to break because Pittsburgh lost. No. Well, I'll make it close. See, we've gone over this, Kevin. (laughs) Gone over this. It's close. Is not good for my health. Are they playing in Pittsburgh or at? They're playing in Pittsburgh, so my health is gonna skyrocket. Oh man, that blood pressure boy. <sighs> yeah. Um. We'll see. I don't know. I'm. My hopes are uh, minimal at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I say minimal now, but come nine fifty nine, right before kickoff, I will be eager to watch it and cursing at the TV. Oh, absolutely. Devin Bush has missed seven tackles within the first 30 seconds of the game. Well, yeah, he can't cover. I don't know what he can cover. I mean, can he cover yeah, He can't cover. He can cover the grass on the field. That's about it. Even then, I mean, there's so much open grass. I mean, Devin Bush is covering it. You could probably get it through grass. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! <laughs> I'm. I think I'm just gonna watch the Madden simulation of that game. I'll probably still even get upset about that and start playing it. Are you kidding me? No, no, no! I'm going in. I'm going in. I'm. I'm going in, coach. Um. Then we got the Jets in Miami. No one's watching that. Jesus, man. Um. If you if you're a Jets fan, you're hoping they lose so you can get a top five pick still. Yeah, right now you're sitting at number four. Um, then we got Washington and Philly. That's a barn burner right there. That's for playoff hopes in the NFC East. Mm-hmm. Jeez, the NFC East is awful. Yeah, that's why I don't like the whole whoever wins the division gets to go to playoffs. Just because every now and then you got this crap division. At the AFC put, South. Put one of their crap teams in the spot that shouldn't be in. Anyway, AFC South is awful too. The NFC South too. Remember a couple of years ago when you had like a, what was it? It was a, a seven and nine Falcons team that made the playoffs or something like that yeah, because if, they won the division. If your team's under 500, why are you? Yeah, you Why are you in the playoffs? It. You don't you don't get a playoff lot. You lose. Yeah. You don't have a losing um, season and then get in the playoffs. That's just not that shouldn't have the playoff work. Yeah. Just do it like uh hockey. Just um fuck AFC and NFC in the playoffs. Just have everybody play each other. Just randomly do it. Fuck it. You know, let the let the Patriots play the Packers in the first round. Fuck it. 
be awesome. Fuck this seating bullshit. Um, what else? What else? What else? Then we got Arizona and Detroit. In Detroit, uh, you know, I don't think anyone's gonna watch that unless you're a Cardinals fan and you're just praying that they don't lose. That's very true. Wait, did, <laughs> did when did Detroit win their last game? Two weeks ago. Mm. So they might be due for another one. Oh, here it comes. Here it comes. The train is a rolling. Um, then we got to round out the morning games, Carolina versus a very odd Buffalo team. They could win. They could lose. They could do a lot of things. They could, they could win big. They could lose big. You never know. I mean, they're the definition of a wild card. You never know what they're going to do. Talented. Yeah. Everybody thought they were going to be the AFC favorites, but... Hey, mistakes happen when you lose to what? What is it? The Jets, right? Are they the one? They the team I think? No, that's the freaking Titans. Yes. Anyway, yeah, man, can't trust the Bills. Cannot trust the Bills. Um, who else? Denver and Cincy in Denver. We got to start the one o'clock games. Interesting. That might be a good one. What Cincy team is going to show up? What Denver team is going to show up? I think we know. It's just. I don't know, man. I don't (laughs) think Denver's that good. But they can be a good team, though. Can't they? They can. Do they do it a lot? Not, not really. But I, I know Cincy can be, Cincy can be a Super Bowl caliber team. But then they look like the same old Bengals. Other weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's tough to gauge these these teams, man. This is such a weird season for the NFL. Nobody's staying consistently good or consistently no. bad. Except the Lions. Consistently yeah. average. Like there's no average teams. <laughs> like you don't you don't look at the Colts and be like, oh, they're average because they're seven and six. But you look at their record and you're like, they should be eleven and two right now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Um. Yeah, dude. I, it's it's uh it's a weird season. I don't know. I can't wrap my head around it. Then we got the Falcons and the Niners. Niners are ooh, another team that is really bad some weeks and really good other weeks. But are they really really good, or are they just good when? Other teams are really bad, but that makes them not good because the teams are just playing bad. Confusing times, man. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, this is like rockets. This is like rocket science over here. The Falcons aren't a great good. team. I think that's one team we can. Well, one of the few teams we can really agree on where they're like they're not good. 
Yeah, but if if you don't play well, they'll they'll beat you. Yeah, I mean they are six and seven. <laughs> right? They're they're hovering around five hundred. Oh my goodness. <laughs> something's pretty cool, something's pretty shit. <laughs> oh my goodness. What the <sighs> We are blowing these people's minds with our insane football insight. I know. I just can't like. <laughs> I don't know. It it just this season is just it's bugging me because I can't be like, oh yeah, like you know the Niners are gonna win easily because it's the Niners. They got a good defense. They got a good offense. They got a good run game. All their quarterback has to do is hand the ball off through play action. They can't even do that. No. No. You know, like, and then the Falcons, you're like, oh, they got Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's pretty good. You know, they had a good receiver, but then he left <laughs> due to issues. But their defense is awful, but yet they're six and seven. No, no, I don't know, man. I don't know. You know, um, and then we go to the next game. You got Russell Wilson versus Matthew Stafford, and you're like, man, this is. Two ten and three, eleven and two teams going at it. Nope, you got a five and an eight Seattle and a nine and four Rams. A five and eight Seattle that probably can beat you, depending on and how they, they're feeling. Yeah, and a Rams team that might there. There's there's a slight chance it's not as high, but they their offense just might not show up. But I, I think they're getting better, honestly. They're they're finding a good groove of. Uh, I think it's more their defense they're worried about now because I think they missed Jalen Ramsey last week. I think he was hurt last week. Um, is he back this week? He might be back this week. He's back this week. Then they should be fine. Yeah, I've seen I mean, him shit the bed before. Yeah, their DBs didn't play too bad last week, but they were younger guys. I think one of them was a rookie, and the other one was like a two-year guy. Mm-hmm. So can't expect too much out of those guys, but they did enough to help the team win. Um, and then, I mean, then you got Green Bay, who is probably one of the more consistent teams against Baltimore, who's lucky. Yeah, they'll. I mean, they'll stay in a game. But I mean, their luck's been running out a lot. They're, they're yeah. not trending. They're not going in the right direction with the, with the wins and losses. Yeah, and I think Lamar Jackson is still out this week. I think I heard he's questionable. I was last I heard with an ankle injury. Got it. It's usually out, especially for him being a mobile quarterback. He can stay in the pocket and throw. He can do it. Willie, yeah, he likes to run a little bit, but I don't know. Last time I seen him stay in the pocket and throw, he missed a two point conversion for a t- for a win. <laughs> Bitch asshole. <laughs> ah, making fun of rivals. Good times. <sighs> Good times. Um. Then we got Sunday night football. Uh. Then you got the Saints against the Buccaneers. I mean, come on. Oh, I can't even complain about that game. The Monday night game is just awful. What's the Monday night game? Tell us. Let's talk about the Saints game. Um, 
and then we'll get to the Monday night game. Same thing, you know, same thing like you said before, you know, with the, the, the Rams. I think the same thing can be said about the Buccaneers. Their offense sometimes doesn't show up. Yeah. And but I don't even think the Saints I don't think the Saints have a very good defense either. No, I don't think they have a good offense either. No, I mean they don't have a quarterback. No, not at all. They got a gadget player. They don't got a quarterback. Yeah, a handyman in the backfield. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you got the Cameron Jordan, who's supposedly one of the better defensive ends in the league, who I don't think he's ever in the top 10 in defensive ends in the league. Is he really? He's not, huh? Yeah. I don't think so. Where's he at, Sacks? That's like, I think, the best way. I mean, in terms of defensive ends, that's kind of what the highest stat you probably want out of your defensive end is getting to the quarterback. Let me look. Well, last time I looked, he wasn't top 10 because Aaron Donald rounded out the top 10. You got to think there's what? He, he's, um, he's, um, he's, um, he's, um, he's still scrolling. Goddamn. He's, um, don't think he has a sack. No way. Oh, he's number 61 with four. What? Yep. Played in 12 games. Four. Four. 61. 61. Tied for 61. And he just got his fourth sack. Oh, no. Just kidding. That's just his stats against uh, Four. Uh, Tampa Bay. He hasn't had a sack in almost three weeks. God damn. But how many he has four sacks for the season, or was that just damn four for the season? God damn, dude. And he's got twenty nine total tackles. God How old is he? Is he like thirty three or something? Where it's like, oh, this is the decline in his career? He was thirty two. Oh. Is this the I mean, decline we can look of his at, career? We can look at his career stats. Because four? I mean, you would consider him a household name. I know you don't like the boy, but I mean. He's had two double. Oh, sorry. Just kidding. Uh, one. He's had five double-digit sack seasons, and he's been in the league for 10 years. Not bad. No. But four? Um, Golly. Four this year. And he's 32 and... Or wait, 61? Out of... Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like 60... There's like 64 starting defensive ends, right? Because there's one uh, one defensive end on each side, of presumably. Count. Yeah, and you're counting one? Uh, Holy cow, man. Retirement around the corner. Stand by. Yeah. 
Anyway, what, what else? Well, I'm I'm done with Jim. Uh, Monday night. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, Vikings and Bears. That's very big if you're in the Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Vikings and Bears. I'm not thrilled about it. And that could be a good game. I I don't care for it, but it could be a good game. No one's going to be talking about it the next day unless something crazy happens. But like somebody puts up 60 on someone. Yes. Something like absurdly bizarre happened. I was like, what? Kirk Cousins has seven touchdowns, and then we're going to talk about how talented Kirk Cousins oh. actually is. If Kirk Cousins has seven touchdowns, I'm sending you $100. Okay, bet. <laughs> if he doesn't, if he has seven. sending you money. <laughs> if he doesn't, you're sending me 50 Nah, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I think that's kind of – that's it for NFL. I don't think there's any – anything else to talk about. Um, well, Parman is in stable condition. That's good. Yeah. Um, good thing it was just the cold weather. uh, Dude. Dummy. Dummy. Don't say anything. Joe Bug. He's got, he's got to go. These announcers are awful. Let's, let's go on a little rant. (laughs) We're already an hour into this. Holy shit. We'll go like on a five minute rant. Each? Um. (laughs) <laughs> sure, I mean, uh, these announcers are awful. Tony Romo needs to get fired. Joe Buck needs to get fired. Troy Aikman's awful. Uh, who else? I just named <laughs> someone that he looked like white Jay Z. <laughs> <laughs> That's, so funny. That's funny. Let's see. Who else is a Colin? Collinsworth's okay. Al Michaels is old. He's still good. Like Nance it. Nance isn't bad. I like Charles Davis. Yeah. Um. Trent Green. He. He needs help. Mark Schlereth. I don't like Schlereth really either. I think that's kind of it. Those are like the... Oh, Phil Sims is alright as well. Yeah, it's just like Joe Buck, Tony Romo, Aikman. I'm just I'm just tired of those guys. Yeah. No one, I think no one wants to hear them. No, they're never going to fire Joe Buck. Well, they're he, never going to fire Tony Romo either. Uh, well, didn't he get like some fatty contract from? Uh, yeah, for no reason. Because he he called like he did he did he well had, like his first the, year. the first year he did it. Yeah, because he was calling the plays that he knows. Yeah, like he was some some genius. Oh, he's a uh, he Tony Romo is calling every play that's being called. Well, no, it, he's just a quarterback. He sees the defensive formation and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna run. I would run this in this formation." And obviously, you got NFL caliber coaches and players over there that 
they're gonna yeah call, they're gonna do that they're gonna call that so it's kind of obvious know. that guys in that position it's like oh well this should happen because they're doing this or in this formation yeah. we we usually run that yeah jeez but yeah and it, it wasn't it wasn't even a five minute rant it was like three minutes boom saving some time um in video game news miles garrett was given a 99 overall not saying he doesn't deserve it but why does tj watt not have a 99 it's all about clout man but is is like miles garrett that much more likable than tj I don't know, man. I I honestly don't see the draw more towards Miles Garrett. I guess when you're uh, I don't know what number one overall, number two overall, number one. I think he was number one. Yeah, I guess that's kind of big. They probably been, we've probably been following Miles Garrett for a while now, so it's like high school. I'm sure. I don't know T.J. Watt being J.J. Watt's little brother. I think he's outshining him. I, I think so, absolutely. He's not as. I don't think it's even close career-wise. Yeah, he hasn't had, had the types of injury JJ has had. No. So he's been. But he is having a very, more. a very injury-ridden season this year, and it's kind. It's annoying. Yeah, but he's coming back and playing. JJ, oh yeah, no injured, It's like, well, he's out. Yeah. No, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. No, I don't disagree with that. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, TJ Watt should have a ninety-nine. Miles Garrett, he deserves ninety-nine. But it's like, come on, you got a guy who's in the Defensive Player of the Year running what past three years, and he's not a ninety-nine, not even like a ninety-eight or a ninety-seven. What's the ass? He was in like a ninety. Three or four when he started the season. And I don't even think that, I don't even think they've given him a boost. Disrespectful. I mean, even after his three and a half sack game against Baltimore, with the force fumble. No. I mean, he's supposed um, to be. Uh, he's, he's TJ Watt. Right. That's their excuse. Um. Oh, NFL fans raised forty thousand dollars for the visually impaired charity in honor of the referees in the Buccaneers game. <laughs> forty thousand dollars. Damn. Wait till they get a look insane. at this. Right. Um what else? Apparently, Doug Peterson and uh, Josh McDaniels are top candidates for the Urban Meyer list Jaguars. God damn, I just... Uh, I'd rather be a coordinator somewhere than coach for Jacksonville. It's such a bad spot to be in. It's a bad spot now because... There's a good team in Florida, like a really good team in Florida. Yeah. I mean, when they were all pretty ass, 
It wasn't too bad. Yeah. When Tom Brady retires, they should be a little bit better. If he ever retires. Tom Brady, MVP, 2036. <laughs> no, uh, you see uh, you see the Battlefield trailer, mm-hmm. 2042? Yeah, they have Tom Brady winning MVP in 2042. Oh, yeah, he'll probably win that year, in, too. In the trailer. So funny. But, um, all right. Enough of that rant. Um, all right. Time to get to your favorite segment. Well, our favorite segment, college football. Woo! Uh, yes, signing day was yesterday. Um, any, I don't, you know, I don't think any kids are listening, but if any kids that signed, uh, good for you. <laughs> um, congratulations. Really, congratulations. Uh, Good for you. I have nothing really else to say. I mean, you, you did what you did, and you got us. You got you're getting paid. All right. I thought there'd be a little uh, bit more to that than good for you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, pat on the back. You know, happy for him. Round you know, of applause. They're living the dream. They're living the dream. You know, only so many kids can get a uh, a scholarship, and those kids earned it. You know. Um, yes, so going in directly into your yes, what you want to talk about, uh, the number two player in the nation, I think he was, yeah, he was a quarterback. I know, I can't remember his name though, for the life of me, he was, yeah, number one corner, number two player in the nation. Um, I can't type right now. He, um, you sent me it. Um, right, Jacksonville State. Yep, was the school. Um, his uh, signing day thing was uh, was interesting. Um, it came out already that he was going to know, Jackson State. He was going there regardless. Um, but yet he still did the whole. He still did thing. the. Yeah, like, I mean, I get it, you know, put the hat on, sign your letter, and and enjoy it. But at the same time, it's like, Mm -hmm. what the hell, man? Why are you being so disrespectful? Like, he put on, like, the Alabama, or the Georgia hat, then the Florida State hat, and said some stuff, and then... Then he put on the Jackson State hat, Jacksonville State. Which, I mean, that thing's played out. The whole, like, oh, I'm going here. Psych. Toss the hat. Yeah. Check out yeah. what shirt I'm wearing. I mean, we've already been doing that. That's been, yeah. it's been done before. Right. Not original. I don't know what he said. I didn't really hear what he said. Um, yeah, there's way too much. Yeah, Travis, yelling. Travis Hunter was his name. But um, I mean, you asked me this question, like if you had the, if I had the opportunity to go play for the best defensive lineman, and he was a coach at whatever school, would I go there? I would. 
You would? I would. Because at the end of the day, I mean, you know, your craft is going to get better. And if you can play, you'll get in the NFL. So if this kid is really the number two player and he goes to learn from Dion, just any kids he plays against in that conference division, um, they're going to struggle immensely against him. Mm -hmm. Like, I think his average, you know, his average catches per season is going to be like five against him if he's really that good. Yeah, and if that's the case, he's going to make a case to be drafted in the NFL or into the NFL. That's very true. I'm just saying, like. But really, is like Florida State that much more prestigious than? I mean, I wouldn't have gone to Florida State. I mean, shoot, you should have gone to the SEC somewhere. That way, you get to play against some of the best college athletes out there. See, I mean, mean, yeah, you're not gonna. You're not gonna. I mean, at Jackson State, you're probably not gonna have anyone close to who, I mean, if you're learning from the great Deion Sanders and you're already pretty great, you're probably going to shut everyone down on that side of the field. But if you're playing against whatever freak athlete receiver they got against Alabama, if you're at Georgia, and you're going to see how good you really are against guys that are going to be up there in the next level with you. Again, I don't know the stats on historically black or HBCUs whatever's and what yes hbcus what their draft rate is like i can't imagine it's super high no but there's been a couple in the first round though yeah i mean but even like off-season training i mean if coach dion's got time for you absolutely drink up all that knowledge you can i mean i feel like he makes time for those kids oh yeah he probably you know? definitely cares he seems like a Especially genuine person his his son is in college now too, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're you're just you're just making your your craft better. I I don't see any issue with it. Um, somebody said, like, kind of like the point you just made. Somebody at work said, like, well, what if you know they're not playing against top talent and blah blah blah. I'm like, well, then that just means he's got to be that much better than the talent around him. Mm -hmm. Like I said, if he is the number two corner in the nation and he is only going to get better, then those receivers he's going to face are going to suffer. You know, they're probably going to get a catch for like five yards or something. (laughs) Yeah, that's about it. And that's assuming Coach Dion's going to – I mean, he seems like a nice guy. He seems like he's – putting out a lot of time for these kids. But, I mean, how much one-on-one time are you actually getting? Well, it's not necessarily the one-on-one time. It's more of just, like, you know, practice. Because, I mean, we both – we played college football, obviously not at the Division One level, but it's what you get in the practice time and what you do to make yourself better. You know, it's the things you learn that are being taught to you. Now, the coach isn't going to sit there and draw – where to place your hands, you know, in this run scheme or in this run block, they're going to show you and then you're going to do it. And then they'll correct you as you go along with the rest of the group. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's not going to be like, Oh, Hey, Kevin, you know, we need you to step six inches this way 
you know, and we're going to practice it. Me, just me and you, all the other O linemen can go fuck off. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just how it's like a classroom. You know, how are you going to, you know, develop yourself while learning at the same time? So it's just one of those things, you know, if the kid can play, the kid can play and he's going to go in the NFL eventually. Eventually, I mean, I hope so. You know, then there's an, also an issue that if you're not being pushed hard enough, then you're not going to really develop your full talent. Because, yeah. I mean, if you play against these guys that aren't good and then you feel like, wow, I'm the greatest thing to ever walk the earth. And then you start kind of slacking off because you don't need to try as hard. Yeah. And your 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 performance, your development could be hindered by a lack of competition around you. Yeah. No, I hear you. I mean, number two, I think I, I would have gone to maybe a more prestigious school, but like if it was like a three-star or maybe a two-star, like, eh. Why not? Let's take a gamble with Dion. Let's see see how good I could really get. But I mean, saw, he's doing something know. over there. He's gotten three kids to leave the University of Tennessee and go there. Because you were going to Tennessee anyway. I don't want to get slapped around by Troy, Washington State, Illinois. He's gotten some transfers. But that's another topic of discussion. Um, transfer portal. It is a piece of shit. Yeah. And it needs to be shut down mm-hmm. or be more uh, critical on allowing kids to transfer. You got to be more strict on it. You can't just let kids do whatever the hell they want. Like Spencer Rattler going to South Carolina. Fuck that. You'd be like, no, you're going to stay there. You're going to have to earn your spot. Mm-hmm. You know, or you can't, you can't, you should do a thing where you can't transfer to a power five conference if you're in a power five. Oh, that makes things so much harder. You know, like you got to go play at like, you know, Mountain West, um, you know, the Sun Belt. Oh, not the Sun Belt. I'm just saying, you know, it just, it just seems unfair to a lot of kids that are, you know, trying to get scholarships at the high school level and these other kids are just taking it because um, they sucked. They can't complete a fucking pass and they're just going to transfer. Damn. You know, it's just, it's just annoying, you know? It is. Like, God, a sun belt? No one deserves a sun belt. I'm just saying, it's just something. You know, like, um, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't like the transfer portal. Um, it's just bad, man. It's bad for business. It's just puts a bad taste in everybody's mouth with it. Um, oh, real quick side note. I got distracted. I wanted to mention it with that kid. Um, that number two kid in the nation, he got a $1.2 million NIL deal with Barstool Sports. Oh, because it... Yeah, so he's getting paid 1.2 mil. Oh, did did NIL? That's not NCAA. It is a organization that 
deals with the college kids and their sponsorships. Is it still under the NCAA or? Yes. Okay. It's like another entity under it. Uh, okay. One point and I just dollars. One point two. So this kid's making a million already. I, I would assume it's over the course of his college career, but regardless, yep. two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. God damn, he's gonna make a million before he even graduates. Just throw money at these kids. Mm-hmm. 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 A couple kids have left SC. Well, yeah, they're going through a coaching change. Um, yeah, man, I, I'm. I just typed in transfer portal, and you just get all these names. A lot of kids are still looking for places. It's just. <laughs> is that like the official like website, or is it just like I don't know? ESPN oh, tracking yeah. on who wants a transfer. I'm assuming it's like it, well, it's 24/7 sports, and I think it's pretty official. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but pretty reliable, I guess. I just don't. I don't see how you benefit from going in the transfer portal when. If you're like, oh, I I have a better shot in the transfer portal going somewhere and playing. But you and all the other kids going into the transfer portal. Yeah. Like, there's more kids you're going against now than you were, you know, at the time. That's true, but I mean. Like, if you're like, 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 you're a number two guard at, say, like, I don't know like Hawaii or something, and you're like, I should be starting. Well, first off, you're at Hawaii. You're a number two guard. Mm -hmm. If you should be starting, you should kind of do something about it. Right. Put put in a little more work, you know? Earn that spot, baby. Exactly. I mean, mean, if you're the number two guard at Alabama, go into the transfer portal, you're probably going to be starting somewhere else. But I mean, even then, if you're the number two guard at Alabama, like you just gotta wait a year because then that guy's gonna go in the NFL. Okay, number four, four guard. There's two guards on the field. All you gotta do is wait another year. Six guard. <laughs> um, I mean, even then, dude, like. If you're coming from a big school and you and I have both it, it, seen it, if you get transferred somewhere and you came from a big school, the coaches are going to be like, oh, yeah, this guy came from there. You got to start him right, right away. Even if he's not that good, honestly. Um, I don't know, dude. I, I just think you got to make a better decision when signing somewhere. You know, say, you, say you're a you know, you're one of the top 10 guards in the nation coming out of high school and you're like, Oh, I'm going to go to Bama. But then there's three other of the top 10 guards going to Bama as well. And obviously there's only two guard spots, but they also have about eight other guards at the school Mm -hmm. on the roster. 
So it's like, huh, maybe I shouldn't commit to Bama because it's Bama. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I should go somewhere that has a really good O-line coach, runs the ball, passes the ball, has a nice balance, where I'm still going to get playing time. And, you know, some very mature and uh, wise 18, 17, 18-year-olds are making that choice. A lot of them are saying big school, and I'm going to go there because I'm, I'm the best thing ever. <laughs> yeah. And there's nobody like me. And then, sure enough, they go to that school and like, oh, there's about five to like eight other dudes just like me that are just as good. And then there's... Then there's three other that are just supernatural freaks. <laughs> and you're like, way better than me. And you're like, I'm never going to play here. You know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Uh, transfer portal's awful. Kids, you, got, you guys got to make just uh, impulse decisions. Live with Don't your mistakes. Decisions. And yes, if you do say, like, oh, I'm going to go to Bama because it's Bama. And they offered me. Well, that's your fault, mm -hmm. especially if you don't start. So, um, I think that's kind of it. Bowl games. Oh, we got two bowl games tomorrow. That's what I want to talk Ooh. about real quick. We got Middle Tennessee versus Toledo, mm -hmm. starting at nine a.m., which is unfortunate. And then we got Northern Illinois versus Coastal Carolina. Banyard three. I'll watch that one. It's on ESPN two. I get off work at two thirty. So well, lucky you. Look, Christmas gift one. for you. Right. So, and then you got you got Jackson State playing to, tomorrow at twelve. The Deion Sanders. I think the Deion Sanders. Yes. Just rename the school, honestly. Deion Sanders University. Fuck it. DBU. TBU. Yeah, it is that one. No, I was thinking um, the other day. They went 11 and 1. Yeah, they're a good team. But no, I was thinking. What? Jerry Rice be the head coach at the rival school. Oh. <laughs> How awesome would that be? Jerry, why, why, uh, why getting uh, into coaching after, after these years? Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. The Jackson State rivals would be No, don't don't it's not popping up. You figured it'd pop up. Oh like Florida A and M, Alabama A and M. Mississippi Valley, Alabama State. Oh, someone didn't like that. I almost oh Prairie View's in that conference. He's not an Alabama A and M fan. Sorry. I guess so. <laughs> I went to. I almost went to Prairie View. Prairie View uh, reminds me of Prairie Dogging. <laughs> not the Prairie Dogs, but Prairie Dogging. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, like. Like Jerry Rice going to like Florida A and M. How awesome would that be? That'd be pretty awesome. Florida A and M wasn't bad either. They went nine and three. Huh? You can't tell me not a single receiver wouldn't want to be uh, 
be there with Jerry Rice. Yeah. And their only loss was to Jackson State in conference, seven to six. Close game. Wow. Let's start petitioning Jerry to go uh, coach. Right. But, um, yeah, man, I like that. I mean, that's like basketball. You got, uh, what, Penny Hardaway coaching at, um, I was just watching it the other day, Memphis. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, man. Patrick, is Patrick uh, Ewing still coaching? He's at Georgetown. That's a fucking school, man. Yeah. They just beat um, uh, Memphis. Just beat Alabama the other day in basketball. And Alabama was number six in the nation. Six in the nation. The nation. Miss that kid. Yeah, Penny Hardaway's the coach. Um, they have two other coaches on staff that are uh, like big time coaches. Where are the coaches? Um. Oh, the doggy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you got Penny Hardaway. Mm-hmm. No, that's not it. I think, um, uh, was it Wallace? Ben Wallace? No. Rashid Wallace? No. Yes, Rashid Wallace is a uh, part of the staff too. Damn, he's an assistant coach. See, they're uh, like and fighting. And... Yeah, this is how you get tacticals. And Larry Brown. Oh, no kidding, huh? Yeah, that's a good that's a good uh, staff right there. So, um, I think that is it. The uh, sorry, the Northern Illinois Coastal Carolina game it starts at six our time tomorrow. Six a.m. or six p.m. P.m. Okay, I'm about to say, oh, hell no, ain't nobody getting up to that. Six, six p.m. And then we got five, six games on Saturday. For what? Bowl. Bowl games. Bowl games. Any uh, fun-sounding names? Um, you got the Lending Tree Bowl. You got the Boca Raton Bowl. Oh, the Boca Celebration Bowl. Bowl. The Celebration Bowl. Yeah. Then you got the L.A. Bowl. La Bowl. La Bowl. And the Nola Bowl. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Should be fun. Yeah. Bowl season's upon us. Bowling. Better than the NFL season. Bowling. So... All right, then. Well, I'm going to let you go before you get uh, licked to death on yeah. live TV. Yeah, my yeah. puppy's here, and he's uh, yeah. He's telling me it's time time to wrap this bad boy up. Time to go to sleep. I can feel you biting me, dog. 
It's like, oh, let me let me just give you the licks and then bite, bite, bite. <laughs> and then a quick quick nibble. I'm not, I'm not doing anything. So, all right, I think that's a wrap. Um, it was a good one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pup is staring at me. He he, he knows uh, the Chargers lost, so he's being very yeah. upset right now. Yeah, he's like, we give dead kisses. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good kisses, kisses and nibbles. <laughs> he's bite, he's biting me. He thinks he's slick, but he's not. So, all right, sir. Well, before I watch you get eaten alive on TV, mm-hmm. or my basically screen, attack. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you go. All right. So, have a good weekend. Everybody listening, you as well, Kevin. Don't mm-hmm. get eaten alive, please. Yeah, it's too late. We, we have a show to do I next week. I might be out. We have to talk about all the amazing bowl games that are happening. Ooh, Lending Tree Bowl. Lending Tree Bowl. So, everybody listening, have a good one. Hope you enjoyed the Thursday night game. I know Kevin didn't. Ow. Um, I'm not going to enjoy the Sunday morning game, so it's okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll play some football. Watch some football. Some football. In the barnyard. In the barnyard. So, all right, everyone. Peace out. Later.